Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Welcome along, folks. Good to have you with us. Uh, did you notice, PJ, that um, have you seen any of these um, Spotify wrapped things doing the rounds? I have. I don't know what. Do you know what it is? I haven't a clue. Well, it's basically where Spotify turns around and gives you a summary of what you've done. Right. Or listened to, rather, for the year. I wouldn't be into that. And then it goes into weird things, like it tells you about the moods you're in and the all or something. How does it know what mood I you're in? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I haven't really gone into it. I'm afraid to look because mine is embarrassing. Like mine is embarrassing. You know what I mean? Oh, did like, you get it? You're on Spotify. Yeah, you? yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and like, you know what I mean? Mine would be like there'd be songs in there now, and you wouldn't want to be admitting that you were listening to them and all that. You know what I mean? It wouldn't of do course, you, wouldn't do your credibility any any favors whatsoever. Well, I suppose what happens is you think to yourself, I listen to cool music, and you think to yourself, what are my favorite songs? Yeah. And then when it's confronted with the reality of you are listening to Michael Bolton. 17 times <laughs> on one day because you just couldn't get it off repeat and you were loving it so much and then you yeah. kind of you're faced with the reality that your choices and tastes are actually a bit shite because I'd have I'd have what I would consider to be quite an eclectic taste when it came to music you know I like a little bit of everything I'm sort of like a mile wide and an inch deep yeah. do you know what I mean oh I, yeah I'm, I'm the same like I'm, I, you know what I mean I, there'd, be, there could, there'd be a few cool songs obviously that I would appreciate but then there'd be a few you know uh, embarrassing guilty pleasures like what well. so, so, what sort well, of I don't know like you know there might who knows there might be a country tune in there oh there yeah there might be, a, be embarrassed um, that, there might right. be a big a, a big a movie tune in there or something you know what I mean a musical number from like the greatest showman or something I don't know are you a car singer now <laughs> are you a car singer no, are I you not no I don't sing anywhere oh never even not in really, the car no. even when you're no, on your own no no because I'm terrible oh that's uh, that's the whole point <laughs> that's the whole point I'm a car singer I are love, you yeah I'm a car singer yeah I love being in traffic and rolling the windows up making sure no one can hear me and especially when there's no one around to see I give it the whole how can I supposed to live without you and do you do it like that and deliberately get the lyrics wrong as I, well I don't know the lyrics <laughs> I never know the lyrics I there go even though I like being around in the car I sing about what I'm doing <laughs> I'm eating a whisper and I have a can of coke here. Oh, right. how am I supposed to do that? I go on Mary Bourne and all and that. And do you do it everywhere? Do you do the shower thing as well? I, I, no, I don't. No, literally the car because it's the only place where I know 100, 100% certainty I will not be heard. Right. It's the only place. And even I've often, quite often, I've been in traffic doing the whole, how am I going on there with that without you? And then someone will pull up beside me yeah. and I'll, I'll pretend I'm coughing and I'll go, Because I know they would have seen my head bobbing and weaving and everything. Because the closest I'd have to that is, you know, um, occasionally, if it's ever happened to you where something just comes into your head totally out of context, totally at random, that makes you laugh. A memory. Yes. Nine times out of ten, it's something that you've ended up doing or saying at some point in the recent past. Right. And it comes back into my head and I'll just laugh out loud. You get a bit of the giggles. Exactly. And then, again, if you're in traffic when that happens... And you you become conscious of the of the person in the car next to you looking at you, and you're trying to you know you try and pretend you're actually on the phone, and you start you start like pointing nearly at the phone or looking at it in the hope they think oh well, he's obviously oh, he's on a, a call yeah, there. he's on a call he's not just completely off his head I just thought it was some weirdo giggling to himself yeah I know I know isn't it amazing the safety you feel in the car though some people do like yeah. we obviously don't. For us, a car is a public space, right? Well, they, damn, when people can see into you. I know, but then so other people just don't. They, you know, the, some people are just like, feck the world, man. You know when you're like sitting there and there's a guy right behind you and he knows he's looking at you in the <laughs> rear view mirror. He's made eye contact. He's looking at your rear view mirror and you're looking at him and he's up to his knuckles and both <laughs> nostrils. 
fiddling, tickling the bottom of his brain. And, yeah. and you're just like, what are you doing? Like, everyone can see you. Yeah. And, no, and he doesn't care. And yet there's me completely on my own. No bother. And I, I'm sti- and embarrassed because you're singing. And I'm singing my head off. And if a car pulls up, I go from, how am I? To- <laughs> how am I supposed to live without you? Remember we got that mad WhatsApp in once. We were talking about stuff to people in cars or whatever. And we got that mad WhatsApp in of somebody saying they saw they saw a gentleman doing ungentlemanly things with himself. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> that? Yeah, he was doing something that shouldn't, you shouldn't, you need to ask yourself if you should do it in the privacy of your own home. Yeah. So that's, obviously, thankfully, ah, yeah. That's that's it's good you draw the line there. Some people but come here, listen, disgusting. the only reason I brought up the Spotify thing, right, and this Spotify rap, so it tells you, like, yeah, the song you listen to the most, you know, and all this kind of stuff, it tells you about your year, apparently, right? And um, But one of the things was, it tells you the podcast you listen to the most. Oh, right. And somebody tweeted that this came up as the most, um, they, the, the podcast that was they listened to the most. Oh, glory days. For the year, yeah. Oh, right, that's brilliant. Yeah. So there's someone out there now listening to us doing all this rubbish. That's where we're, we're very there's, much appreciated. There's somebody out there listening on a regular basis, PJ, to this old rubbish. And we you know. delighted to have you along, whoever yeah, you are. Yeah, it's great. And um, the other thing as well is there was a little. We're going to do the best bits, right? As we always do, right? We'll give you a few of the best bits from from during the week. And the thing about it was there was a sort of a relationship theme to to a few of the stories during the week. There was a bit. There was a thing about settling down. Uh, there's a thing about marriages. I'll tell you about that in a second or whatever. But apparently, the old relationships carry on in December it's good yeah something we didn't get to talk about on the actual show itself was that um, apparently uh, December time is quite a good time if you would like a little bedroom exercise yeah it's the season to be ha ha horny ta la 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 keep your cacks on don't be disgusting whatever it is completely that's the opposite is what they're talking about yeah but that's because you've disturbed me thinking about the other fella in traffic but apparently that's true yeah in December you know that's illicit Counters that that's his website that they yeah. find, they urge people to have affairs and all they're like they're yeah. up to no good this website and they they keep releasing these statements and they were saying December is the time when people get the most horny with each other and want to go to bed and do things that you do in there where you take off their clothes and everything. Uh, so in December, yeah. apparently we have more sex in December, uh, human beings generally, than in any other month. But you know something that makes sense. It makes sense because you like you're stuck. You have more time at home. You have you've less you? money. Oh, I you suppose do. you're off for Christmas. You're off for well, Christmas. Suppose, yeah, you have less is... money than you ever have for the rest of the year. You're broke at Christmas, right? Right, okay. By the time you buy everything. So you can't go out, and you, especially in drunk so, you, so you're basically saying you can't do what you want to do, so you have to have sex. Ah, oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> sex is the best of a bad lot. Isn't it? <laughs> sex is the best of a bad lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd love to go out for a jar and, and, or go to the pictures or something, but it's not even on. Will we go for a ride? Yeah, exactly. If there's nothing else to do, like if the park is closed, you'd wow. have, to have the ride. You are, you're quite the romantic, aren't you? Absolutely. <laughs> I am. I like all the romantic shite. I do. I like all going for meals. Yeah. And I like all, but when, it, when you but come... But the bump and jiggly things But all of that carry on. on. Could you be arsed? Do you know what I mean? You get to a stage where that's not as much fun as it used to be. You're too rehearsed after a certain time. You've learned your three positions. You stick to them. <laughs> that's your life. Stick to your three positions. Stop. Yeah. Get, no, don't start. Don't get adventurous. You're, you're don't not, try anything you're new. You're not an athlete, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Calm down. Imagine like you're with someone for years and they come in wearing stockings or they have the hole in their pajamas or something. You'd be like, put your clothes on. <laughs> yeah, make a show of the both of us. 
He's like, oh, I'm going down to the car to sing a song. Well, because I, I have to say, when when we saw that research or whatever, I just assumed it was because most people were, were drunk a vast majority of the time well, in December. Well, that's it as well. Because, I mean, there'd be Christmas parties going on and there'd be, and then there'd be the old festive, you know, you'd have a few drinks at home maybe over the Christmas period and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And every, everybody's inhibitions might be slightly diminished. Well, that's it as well, I suppose, you know I mean? yeah. And then you it was, what was it? It was December and then it was a couple of the hot months. A couple of July, I think, as well. Was right, one okay. Of the ones, yeah. Yeah. But that makes sense. That's because people are discarding What's their clothes willy-nilly, like, just because oh, the sun is shining. I actually have it here. No, it's June. Yeah, June and uh, July. Yeah, it's June and July are the other two months where people... Yeah, that's because you're walking around practically in the nude, yeah. <laughs> you give, give any sort of, sort of temptation. Yeah, yeah. And the long Because, uh, let's face it, nothing, nothing gives uh, speaks to temptation more than a... Than a, a chap in um, socks and sandals really does it. Yeah, walking around. Yeah, tell me about it. A lad comes in in his Crocs and Bermudas. How can you possibly say no? You know the old belly to about two foot ahead of him uh, walking yeah. into the bedroom. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the, the they're the stuff he got for Christmas that got him to ride the last time. Yeah, because he looks like Santa. <laughs> Anyway, listen, as I say, we did have a, a few best bits uh, during the course of the week that um, that we want to play for you that Angie involved sort of relationship stuff. There's one woman who can't get enough, and I'm talking about relationships now, not sex, um, because um, she had a phenomenal number of marriages. We were yeah, talking about yeah. it on the show, so we'll, we, you'll hear that again. Um, also, uh, there was a little thing about, um, about when, you know, when, as we approach Christmas or whatever, the whole idea of the amount of people who'll come home for Christmas. Yes. Okay, and obviously that's to do with relationships, to do with families and friends and catching up. All those other oh. annoying things. <laughs> and there was a chat about some of the stuff that uh, that you miss when you're away from home, specifically around Christmas. And I have to say, the top three took PJ and myself completely Had off guard. Never saw that coming, to be yeah. honest. Especially the number one. Never yeah, either. Real chance. strange. Well, you get to hear that again. Also, uh, one of PJ's greatest nemesis, uh, the Seagulls. You've had a, an interesting kind of hate recent them. past with I Seagulls. I hate them, I do, yeah. And uh, it turns out that it could be a spot of jealousy on PJ's behalf because apparently they're extremely intelligent. <laughs> that might be it. So, we had a chat about that. And also, um, uh, again, a man who... Well, somebody after our own heart, he broke a Guinness World Record, uh, something we've always tried to, uh, wanted to do, aspired to do. We haven't managed it so far. He did, um, but it was for a bodily function. Yeah, he's a scumbag, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right, have a listen. We'll talk to the other, the other side. Spit us out, Jim, will you? Spit us out. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. An Australian man has broken a decade-old world record, though. Uh, for the loudest burp ever recorded. A proper Guinness World Record. Um, it's been there for 10 years, the previous record. A guy called Mr. Hun, who is an English fella. This is an Australian lad called um, Neville Sharp. He's from Darwin. Yeah. Which, w- by the way, when, when we said this to, to Clint, uh, Clint said, uh, what part of Australia? And we said Darwin. He's going, yeah, it's figures. Yeah, of course, it is. of course he is, he said. What is it about Darwin, eh? I don't know what it is about Darwin, but it definitely triggered, there. triggered Clint in some way. Uh, so he says his wife encouraged him to do, to do it, to go for the record. His wife said, I knew you had it in you. She sat him down and says, I think if you're, yeah. you've always wanted to break a world record, you definitely have this. So he spent the next five years training. Five years he spent training to you break the record. train to make your burp louder. Absolutely. By being a pig. He's an absolute pig. And he's been training. Really? Yeah, by burping as much as he could and as loud as he could for ages. Then he went out and he bought all the sound equipment he needed to record it um, as effectively as possible so he'd get the decibel readings and all. You know, oh and he said God, that was he... the hardest part. He said was actually getting the equipment. He says he's building up and the physical practice for getting to the burp. 
And the loudness of the burp, he says, it was grand. It just took time and effort. But actually finding the uh, <laughs> the equipment, he says, was very difficult. And then he, he did his belch 112 0.4 decibels is what his burp yeah, rate now, comes in. If you're, if you're wondering what that sounds like, well, good news, people. Uh, here it is. 112.4. That's a lot of excitement there, isn't that it? Is that is the most disgusting I'm, noise I know, yeah, I've and, ever and heard. It's, it's my, and I'm going to play it again. 112.4. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't even... It didn't sound like a burp, really. It doesn't it? sound human, sure it doesn't. It sounded like a, a weird combination of a roar and it's a... It's disgusting. I hate burps. Do you know that? I hate burps. I can take a fart. I can take a fart off anyone. Honestly, I can deal with it. Really? I can deal with it. I can live with it. Unless it's completely toxic. But there's something about burp and gives me rage. I mean, really? absolute unbelievable rage. Yeah, I see red when somebody burps. If I'm sitting at a table and somebody does... Because it's like a fart with no protection. It's a mouth fart. That's what a burp is. Do you know okay. what I mean? And then, they, you, and then people go, and then you, you, know, you can smell salad leaves off someone's people's breath. It's disgusting. It's absolutely but, but disgusting. More disgusting than a than a bottom burp. Much worse than that. Wow. Yeah, That's much worse. And you, is can't, it, is it, you see, do you know is why? Is it the fact that it's above, you know? Above, no. Is, like, is it that it's in your sort of, in your, almost in your face? It is in your better, face. For want of a better term. It's absolutely in your face. Right. And it's also unprotected. And, it, and it's not necessary. That's what it is. That's what really, really oh, upsets right, me. Oh, okay. Farts, you can't help. If it, you can't hold it. You'll hurt yourself. Well, technically, but... Yeah, I could, no, okay, I'll go with you on up, this. I'll you'll go with end you. up in a doctor's surgery if you hold too many. You will. Right. There's never, ever, 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 ever a reason to do a burp. You can okay. always bluff a burp. Yeah, you can but, always do a sort of... Excuse me. You can always I do, one of them. Or do those so when it comes up and you fill your mouth full of air and go... <laughs> You let it out really slow. You know, that kind of way. And nobody has to know. But oh you can't God. do that down below. And that's why I think burps are the most disgusting. It's just rude. Right. It's just really, really, really that's rude. A, that's an interesting insight. It really is. Yeah, it's really rude. I mean, rude. this guy winning... The, I mean, the other thing about this is, you know the way... Because we've explored this. Now, nothing to do with burping people, by the way. That's That was not it. But we have uh, explored the idea of Guinness Book of World Records, you know, attempting to break records. Yeah. And they're, they're expensive... To get it officially That's done. That's true, yeah, they cost money. And obviously it has to be planned. So he had to plan his burp for a specific day. Yeah, yeah. Which even in it. itself, I think, is um, is unusual. Normally <laughs> they come upon you. Whereas, obviously, this is, you know, this is a... Uh, an at-will technique He can bring it developed. on Yeah yeah That's why you'll never have Unfortunately a fart world record You can't, you can't choose your time You'd have a fella Standing around There'll be somebody out there Who disagrees with you There'll be some lad out there Sadly Who'll say Well I tell you I can do I can perform on cue Yeah right Standing there with a microphone Next to his trousers For about an hour and a half Begging to say Oh sorry now It'll be a long now In a minute It's like an old bus Coming out of his bum Glory days The best of morning glory With PJ and Jim On Radio Nova uh, I'm on the lookout for your advice, PJ. Oh, yeah, what's happening now? What's going because on? Because I'll tell you something. It's the weirdest thing, right? Um, crows, right? Yeah. Crows and black... Well, I, what's just... I mean, I'm not really 100% familiar with any of this stuff, right? So I don't... I mean, a crow versus a blackbird, I'd probably struggle. I haven't a clue. Right, okay. I wouldn't know the difference. I know, like, I think I know what a raven looks like, but I'm not sure. 
Is that very different to a crow and a blackbird, is it? No. Right. In Brilliant. fact, I, in fact, the second I said it, I regretted it. Because I knew you were going to ask me a question. I knew you were going to ask me a question and I regretted it immediately. So here's the thing, right? You know the way people, we would be one of these people, right, would have one of these bird feeder things in your in your garden. Oh, you have one, You know, yeah. for feeding the birds or whatever, you know, the whatever, the little yolks with the, the hangy things on, container things on them. Yeah, I know the things, that they, yeah. they cling on to or whatever and they nibble at, right? And the thing about it is, right, that it's for, you know, like the, whatever, little birds. Finches and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that sort of, exactly that kind of stuff, right? But the trouble is, right, that the crows come out in force. Right. right? And I swear to God, Yvonne's like a mad woman at times, banging on the window and stuff, trying to scare the crows away from it, from hogging, basically, all of the... All the board food. All the board food, the seed and the stuff and all that kind of stuff, right? Now, we got these other things that go over. Like, they're like outer cages. Right, yeah. Right, that, you're spo- that are supposed to mean that only the little birds can get in it. But apparently crows, right, are one of the most intelligent creatures on the planet. I've heard this. And they actually, they'll work together. I've seen them do it. They work together in like little teams where one of them will just start knocking the... The seed thing or whatever it might be or the peanutty thing yeah. or whatever until it spills or, or breaks or whatever and the rest then will, will get it from the ground. Well, I, really? It's mad. It's, it's mad. Because yeah, I, I, mean, I was reading up trying to think like this is ridiculous because he's literally up there banging on the window shouting at the grove. It's also gas the way you, you went out and got a bird feeder. And you wanted to feed the birds, but then when the birds start eating it, you go, not those birds! <laughs> exactly. You know what, those big dirty crows. I want normal they're birds. They're hogging it all for themselves. Yeah, it's gas, because I'm after reading a study there this morning as well about the intelligence of seagulls, and apparently seagulls are much smarter than we thought they were. They did this new study uh, that shows they're as smart as a parrot. Now you're going to say, is a parrot smart? I never knew. Wow. Uh, that's news to me that a parrot is so smart, but apparently a parrot so is very smart. So basically there's all these smart birds then. Yeah, they're really smart. They did this thing, it's a sausage test, right? So they put sausages into these clear boxes yeah. with strings tied around them, and then they have to see how long it takes for the seagull to realise if he pulls the string, he gets the sausage. Wow. You know what I mean? And um, a lot of them, 25% of them, so- solved it within three attempts, and loads of them got it on the first attempt. They just went down, oh, there's the string, the sausage pulled it. And uh, so they're actually much smarter than we thought they were when it comes to getting food and all. Well, then they must so, be, there must be some sort of relationship there. Then uh, if, if, if crows are supposed to be one of the most intelligent and seagulls are smart, there must be some, there's something going on there. Do you know, isn't it mad the way because we don't like Because you know like they em? say that crows can, um, can identify your face. They'll get to know who sort of is friendly and who is So the crows in your garden are going, here, let's do that baldy lad's head in. <laughs> Let's go down and do that yeah, ball yeah. that's As long as we go while the missus isn't there, we're laughing. Yeah, and they're there. They're he's, he's too lazy to get up off the, off the chair. Yeah, they're there. They're both, they're smacking away at your bird seed, laughing at you. And one, one of them's going, you know, they're giving seagulls sausages <laughs> these days. This is, wow. ri- this is ridiculous. So, but I mean, seagulls, you like, whatever about the intelligent thing, because we used to talk about the aggressive thing. Remember that? You were saying seagulls are actually becoming... Like, you see yeah. them out here. I know, yeah. Like, here, when you're driving home and the lads are doing the, um, you know, the lads are on their break from the from the building sites or whatever. Like, the seagulls aren't just hovering. No, they're, they're standing They're literally there. standing there, almost kind of like, are you going to eat all of that? Yeah. You're eating all of that, are you? Yeah, I'm they're sitting, like... I'm right here, right here in front of you. Give us a bit! Yeah. Give us a bit! That's what these two say. Give us a bit! Give us a bit! 
It's like they're it's a very good seagull impersonation. Isn't it? Get out of me! And you, when you walk past, it, I'm intimidated by seagulls now. Yeah. If I see a gang of seagulls, yeah. If I see a gang of seagulls, I I always start thinking. It's like how I feel when I walk past a pack of teenagers. I expect the te- the seagulls to be in North Face jackets and have electric bikes now. <laughs> You know what I mean? And start calling you Elfle. Yeah, standing there in their Nike Air Max going. Oh, mister. Yeah, give us a bit, mister. 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 Yeah, I, I do. The wow. seagulls are intimidating, you know. Uh, and did, like, you've had your experience with them in, when you were in Dunleary. I did, yeah. Less, less so now, is it? No, there were posher seagulls out in Dunleary. There were a better class of seagulls than no, the ones. No, they weren't. They were the they ones were. that. I thought they, they were, were the ones that kept doing the. They um, were. It was like they were having cocktails. It was like a hen party. Yeah. It was like they were out there all night. You just hear them going, ha, 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 ha. All night long. It did sound, it sounded like a gang of girls having a load of cocktails laughing together. Right. And it used to do me head in. And now I'd take them back any day. Because now the, the Northside Seagulls are no messing there. Just, Get them in. I'll blame them back to you. Get them in your sausage and kick our head in. You thought that seagull was a woman saying hello to you. Do you remember that? That was very embarrassing, uh, yeah. Well, what was that, a bus stop or something? Or a no, it was a shelter on the Clontarf promenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was walking past and... Uh, Trust you to live in a place with a promenade. Promenade, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cl- promenade, yeah. yeah. I was walking past and the seagull went... Wah! And I saw the woman standing next to the seagull. And I thought she said, hello! And I just went, hey, how are you? <laughs> and our friend said... Did you think that was her? And I went, no. <laughs> yeah, but it was too late. It was too late. The deed was done. And she goes, you did. And she started laughing her head off. But the other woman that I thought was a seagull, she wasn't. She didn't find it funny at all. She no, was very insulted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She turned around and went, give us a bit. <laughs> give us a bit. <laughs> yeah. I had to share my battered sausage with her and all. So what are we going to do anyway? You still haven't solved my problem. Oh, I don't know about you know what you do to because I've read loads of things that the you know they don't like shiny objects or you can or whatever. I don't know. You can do other, all these mad things, but I'm just curious. Like if anybody has short of actually getting a scarecrow to yeah. stand in the garden, I think that's probably about it, isn't it? You have to get a scarecrow. Do, do scarecrows scare all sorts of birds or literally just crows? Oh my God! The questions you ask me. Well, wait a second. You're the one that came out with that whole thing about seagulls being intelligent and all. Yeah. Actually, do you know what I should have done? I should have asked the bloody seagull. That's what I should have. <laughs> it's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Well, there's this woman here, right? She's been married eleven times to nine different men. So she made, yeah. So she made the same fella twice, you know. Eleven times to, to nine, nine different, different men. men. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah Would you not have had to marry two of them twice? Yeah, two of them twice. Oh, two yeah. of them twice. You're yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. me baffled like you can't, like it's not a possibility. Well, it's just, I mean, whatever about, well, it's just 11 is mad anyway. It's mental, yeah. But then two of them twice. Two of them twice, yeah. It's it's wild and she's only 52 years old. Like she's not a, she's not an old woman. She's only 52. Oh my God. And she's done, she's been through all these divorces and marriages, but she says, and she says just before Christmas, she hasn't given up looking for the one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's still looking. I'd give up, to be fair, if I was you. Still looking for Mr. Wright, so she is. Monette is her name. She's in America. Of course she's American. This, this yeah. story has American all over. Uh, she's met all these men, and she said she met her first fella straight after high school. It was destined to fail, you know, too young and all that. Right. Uh, they were only two months together, and then they got married, like, a bit of a mad one. And uh, Then it didn't last, and she, uh, your man moved away. Sadly, it also fell apart for them, the second fella, because they gave it another short go, and it split. Uh, then she goes, they went through a few of them. At the start, nothing really lasted. She got to number five. She says, that was the love of my life now, she says. Number five was the love of my life. Um, but um, anyway, it didn't work out. 
Right. So, husband number six, he seemed very nice and kind and she married him uh, and then she says they broke up over a fight so they got married again straight after and that didn't work out either. And then she went with number eight, she skips number seven, I don't know why, <laughs> and she met him online. And then a week after she met him online, she says, oh, do you know something? We'll go to Vegas for the crack. Right. And they went to Vegas and they got married. And she says, that probably wasn't the best idea looking back. A uh, very charismatic sort of a fella. He could talk to you into anything, she goes. Wow. And then she goes, I met number 10. Uh, she knew him in school. Uh, and he, he's a very good person. She says, he's still a very good person. Actually, they've remained friends. And then she goes, and the last fella, number 11, which by all accounts could have been a couple of weeks ago. She goes, I don't even want to talk about him. That absolute fluter. She doesn't want to talk about that lad right. at all. That's obviously still quite raw. It's still raw, is. yeah, yeah. She says she's been proposed <laughs> to in her life 28 times by different men. Is what That's her claim anyway. That 28 men have gotten down on one knee and said, will you marry me? And she's oh been, my and God. And she says, it's so, when you think about it, she goes, she thinks it's not so bad I only said yes 11 times. Because out of 28, I mean, it's less than even half. That's what she thinks. That's an extraordinary... I mean... Th- God, the numbers in this story are brilliant. Aren't they I mean, amazing? I thought the eleven marriages was the ultimate, right? And then, then you hear the the like went back to two of them twice. Yeah, and then the twenty eight different proposals. Twenty eight different proposals. Who, yeah. What? The, I mean, she must be an absolute stunner, is she? Or worth a fortune? Well, I don't, is she worth a fortune? I don't, to be honest, I don't, looking at the photographs and reading the story. I don't think like neither of those particularly apply. Well, there's nothing bad about the woman at all, apart from her, tr- her marriage. She she doesn't have a, a very high bar for for marriage. No, and likewise, not a very high bar for divorce. Like literally, one fight. They had a fight. She says, yeah. and, and out. Right, that's it. It's all over. Divorce. Go the whole nine yards. Cost yourself all the fees. Then I'm sorry. Okay, grand. Right, we'll come get on, married back again. In, let's go. I meet you at the church. Get your suit on. It's still pressed from the last wedding. You'd be grand. Yeah, I know, it's wild, isn't it? And she says, I've spent my whole life trying to force these lads to be to live up to being my elusive soulmate that I have in my head. And uh, she reckons that it's they're doomed to fail because she has this perfect yeah. love, but she's still holding out. Right. She still thinks this perfect Mr. Right is going to come riding out of the mist on his horse or whatever and take her and away and make her happy yeah. forever. Because, I mean, 11 in, you do have to at least, think, you know, at least consider the idea of it's not you, it's me. Yeah, or else there's no one. Just pick any of them <laughs> and hope for the best like everybody else. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. So apparently there's like one million Irish-born people around the world that, um, you know, Miss Ireland every day, apparently. They're not all coming back, are they? Not at all. Are you joking? Loads of them can't come back. Hardly anyone is coming back. Uh, With the year that's in it, they're still encouraging people not to come back. I don't know. I think people, if they need to come home, you need to see family. It's an essential journey of its own, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but you know Paddy Box they're this company that send out Irish treats all around the world so if you you put type in what you want or you put in what you want and they send you out Denny Rashers or Tato's or Dairy Milk Chocolates and all those these wow, things and I never knew that Paddy never Box oh yeah yeah Paddy Box yeah this, it's this company it's a great old service God, that sounds dead so if you miss anything from home you can get it sent if you know somebody abroad now and they're not going to get home for Christmas you can send them all the Irish things yeah. and all that sort so of stuff so they can have a lovely nostalgic moment so they can have a pack like they have in the ads. 
so they can cry into a packet of crisps <laughs> in Kuwait or wherever Lovely. they're going to be. Lovely. Uh, but they've done a survey to see like what do people really, really miss over Christmas when they're not here. Right. And it's kind of surprising. Specifically now Christmas, is it? Oh, specifically Christmas, right, okay. yeah. Cause, so in other words, we're not just going down another um, Tato road, are we? Uh, no, no. It's not going to be Tato and red lemonade again, is no, it? No, no, no. So this is things that the Paddy Box can't actually send to you either, to be quite honest with you. So they say they miss um, Midnight Mass, which I'm really surprised <laughs> that that's on the list. I'm really surprised that Midnight Mass Midnight makes Midnight Mass? Yeah, apparently the tradition of going to Midnight Mass is something that people are sitting around the world now going, Oh God, I'd normally be there. Bore down my mind. <laughs> I should, how, sorry, how old were this, the people they surveyed? Well, I, get, I don't know. It doesn't go into that. Midnight Mass. Midnight what? Mass, yeah. People love Midnight Mass and people are going to miss that over the Christmas period. They're also going to really miss chicken fillet rolls. Right, okay, yeah. That's where it's starting to sound for a bit Christmas. more normal. I don't get that at all for Christmas. Oh, specifically for Christmas. Yeah, I yeah, suppose. Now, yeah, yeah, when you Christmasize it. Chicken fillet rolls. Who's eating a chicken fillet roll at around Christmas time? At least making a turkey fillet roll. Yeah, you know those petrol stations <laughs> that they do a turkey cranberry special or whatever? Yeah, yeah, And they yeah. always taste like leather. Tastes like something that came out of a shoe. <laughs> But you still kind of like it, as long yeah. as there's a bag of crisps in it or something like that. Yeah. One of those, maybe. Wow, we're off to an unusual start here. We've got Midnight Mass and a chicken fillet roll. Yeah, and things and, people miss most about Christmas. And in the top three, rounding it off, really, is the local pub. But that's an obvious one. Yeah. That's an obvious one. Everybody misses that. That's the one thing that Ireland does better than any other country in the world, undoubtedly, right? Yeah. And you always conjure pub. up that image of... Um, Christmas Eve in your local booze or that sort of buzz. Yeah, yeah. You know oh, I mean? Stevens's Day is the one or I Stevens's always think Day, so. yeah, can be good with Stevens's the old, Day with, with the racing. Yeah, or the, there's always good football on. Yeah, and all the pressure is off. You've given all your crappy <laughs> gifts to the, those people you live with. You know, all that pressure is gone. You've ho, all, ho, ho. you've stuffed your. First of December has really given you the jingle jangle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Stevens's Day, you've already stuffed your fat, festive face full of all the treats that you can get your hands on, so you don't feel guilty then yeah. about doing it for an extra day. That's what I always think about Stevens Day. It's guilt free, but you that's because that's that's where you and I and we've had this conversation in the past. We differ on this. I love that what you call dead week. In oh, the, the dead week! I hate the dead you see, week. I love that. That's my idea. That's my favourite bit of Christmas is that no, you don't have to do any visiting. There's no expectation on you. You don't have, you know what I mean? You, there's no performance element of anything about yeah. it. It's just yours. And you can be happily bored in your own gaff I doing your own stuff. just don't know how the world works during that week. You know, yeah. that's all I, that's what does my head in. It's like, will we go and get milk? Are you allowed? <laughs> Are you allowed to get milk? Is the shop open? Can you do that? <sighs> You know, oh, I just don't know how the world works. It's like, can you go on holidays? I don't know if you're allowed to go on holidays. Is, yeah. is there planes flying? It seems like the whole world shuts down in that weird week and then all you can do is just fill your face with festive treats. Again, I go back to it being my favourite time. I get you. I think I'll probably enjoy it more this year than I ever have before, so. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. There you go. Some of the best bits uh, from during the week on the show. Um, interesting stuff. I still struggle with that story about your woman being married 11 times. Yeah, I know. And, it's and, wild. And twice to two separate lads. Wild, isn't it, Jim? I mean, it's an extraordinary... It's, I, just, I might ask her myself and just see what happens. <laughs> just see if she says yes. Well, as we said at the time, you know, the bar doesn't seem to be set very high. No disrespect to you. I'm just saying from her point of view, literally, if you're nice to her, buy her a cup of coffee. Well, that's a hell of a... I might ask myself, yeah, you might as well. She seems to go for anyone. Literally any old yoke. And she does some of them a few times. Well, you know, and it is December. And I don't even want to marry anyone. 
this December if you were to rock out your Crocs and Bermudas. I may maybe it'd look great, yeah. Who knows what it might? Who knows what it might bring? Um, anyway, are, are we? Um, uh, are we going? We're going to get out of here now. Let's go get do out some here. Christmas shopping. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, oh yeah, jeez, <laughs> that's next week's podcast. Uh, have you done anything at all? Yeah, I'm nearly finished. Yeah, I've won uh, to buy. Have you? Yeah, I've won to buy. Jeez, yeah. that's very impressive. I've known. Like, just do it through the phone. You know yourself. Oh my god! Just do it through the phone. How do you make the choice of what to get? Basically, you just pick any old shite, and then they can bring it back in the new year. So, really, what you're buying somebody for Christmas is a receipt. They basically the first first thing I see that's the first piece of shit that turns up on the internet. You're getting it. Uh, there's only one that I have to think about. That's the one I haven't got yet. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's good to know. Jeez, there's advice in there for everything. You should become a it's consumer affairs watchdog. Well, no, no, look, it doesn't matter what you get. They're not going to want the fucking thing. <laughs> So just buy whatever crap you see and just and uh, hope for the best. Just pick your budget. They're going to return it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Just write that on the receipt. <laughs> just just bring it back. <laughs> yeah, bring it back. Or do you want me to bring it back for you? That's the extra. That's your second gift. You've been listening to Glory Days. The best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays 6 to 10 on FM, online at Nova.ie or on the Nova app.